is a presentation of WIM, Westminster Youth Ministry. God has given us emotions. The way that we feel comes out through these emotions. This can be a good thing. However, oftentimes, our emotions can lead us to stay and do things that we don't put much thought to. In this study called I've Got This Feeling, Emotion in the Bible, we are going to spend the semester looking at different types of emotion and seeing how the world views those emotions and what is the biblical view. We hope you enjoy. We don't have youth because of the Thanksgiving feasts, both at Bryan and College Station. So there will be one for the College Station congregation at Vision Mission, and the Bryan location will have their Thanksgiving feast at the Bryan. They are at the same time. Let me start by opening us up in prayer. We're going to talk about pride and arrogance tonight. But Heavenly Father, we do ask that you would be with us as we look at this subject that we all probably struggle with in many different ways. I ask that you please help us to wrestle with your scriptures and know how we are to react to it. I pray this in Christ's name. Amen. So just a fun little children's parable for y'all tonight. So the lion is the king of the jungle, right? Yes. Sure. The lion is the king of the jungle. The lion is, he's roaming the jungle and he is kind of going around asking people who's the king. And he goes up to monkeys and he's like, who's the king? And they're like, of course you are. Of course you are. And then he goes up to the giraffe. The giraffe is like, of course you are, lion. He goes to all these animals, and then he gets to the elephant, and he asks the elephant, who is the king of the jungle? And the elephant proceeds to take his trunk, pick up the lion, bang him against a tree, throw him in the water, and then toss him down in a fit of rage. And the lion's like, look, just because you don't know the answer doesn't mean you have to be so mean. (laughs) What was the lion displaying there in that parable? Pride. Okay? He's very arrogant. He thinks he is the best. We all, in some way, shape, or form, have pride issues whether it's a big, blatant thing or it's an internal thing. And we all need to wrestle with it. Okay? In the helpful passages section on your question sheets tonight, you're going to see examples of how not all pride is bad. Because not all pride is bad, bad pride. And when we're only thinking about ourselves, with everything we do, that's the kind of pride that sends us down a sinful path. So what I want us to do tonight is to think about yourselves. Okay? Let's somebody got it. Thank you, Caleb. I was, waiting for you, I was waiting for you to say something else, and then you did it. I was like, oh, he's actually making a joke. <laughs> it was a, that was another joke. Y'all need to yeah, lighten up. We need to do some like, exercises. Yeah, okay, so the joke is, tonight, y'all need to start thinking about yourselves. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, there we go. There we go. Okay, so turn the feeder. One, three, go. One, two, three. One, two, three. Three, one, two, 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 one to nine. So if I get somebody from group one to read Genesis 11, one to nine. This is the story of the Tower of Babel. Now the whole earth had birth. Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. And people, right. We're reading God's word, guys. Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. And as people migrated from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and bitumen for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its tops in the heavens. And let's make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man had built. And the Lord said, Behold, there are one people, and they all have one language, and this is the only beginning of what they will do. 
and knowing what that they propose to do will now be impossible for them, come let us go down there and confuse their language, so that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord disposed them, dispersed them from there over the face of all the earth, and then they left off building the city. Therefore his name is called Babylon, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord dispersed them over the face of all the earth. Okay, so what were these people that were building the city trying to do? Yeah, so they're trying to build up this great tower, this great city. Okay, they were trying to make a what for themselves? A name for themselves. Okay, which is another way of saying they're trying to build themselves up. They're trying to make themselves look good, make themselves look important. What they were doing was they were trying to do. They were trying to do exactly what God didn't want them to do, which is to feel like they could go and reach God themselves. But God has to come to us, and they were missing out on that. They were so puffed up with their pride and their ability that they think, well, we can just build this tower up to the heavens, and we'll make it there ourselves. Somebody read Genesis 1.28, and somebody do, Jack, will you do Genesis 1.28, Claire? Will you do Genesis 10.32? God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Okay, in Genesis 10.32, this is right before the people start building the tower. These are the plans of the sons of Noah according to their genealogies in their nations and from the nations spread abroad on the earth after the flood. Okay, so what were they supposed to do, Jack? They were supposed to be fruitful and multiply. Yes, and spread over the earth. Now, the clans, what were they doing? Uh, they were spreading across the nations. Yes, so they were spreading across the nations. Now we get to these people at the Tower of Babel, and what are they doing? Instead of spreading, they're, they're gathering the together. They're stopping. So essentially, they're disobeying God. God told them to go and disperse. So at their core, they're saying, God, you've got plans, but we've got better plans. Okay? And what's causing that in them? Pride. pride. Okay? So how did God react towards this? And why did he do it? Well, he went down and he confused their languages okay. and spread them out a bit. He was kind of angry. Yeah. Okay, so he dispersed them. He confused their languages. So essentially what happens here is they're doing this building. And imagine if you're with a bunch of people and you're building a skyscraper, and then all of a sudden you can't communicate with each other. Okay. Would it be difficult to continue building that, that skyscraper? Yeah. yeah, because everyone's talking in languages that nobody understands. God confuses their language so that they would do what? Spread out. Spread out, like he had commanded them to do. Okay, so what are things that we do that make ourselves more popular or liked? What are ways that we can display pride, and how do these things take the focus off of God? What would be some examples of modern-day battle in our lives? Getting really good grades. Okay, getting really good grades and telling everybody about it, right? Yes. Social media. Yeah, putting really awesome pictures of things that we do on social media with the purpose of making other people feel bad because they didn't do it. Hey. Flexing on those people. Okay. <laughs> Flexing on those fools. Okay. <laughs> what else? What would be some more specific ways that we can be prideful towards each other? Hey. Uh, we can think that we're better than someone. Okay. Yeah, that we could talk about somebody in a way that makes them ten feet down and us us way up, right? So even the way we speak about people can show pride. Yes, Ellie. Our height. Our height. Height. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 and you're not as good because of that. I know what Ada said, too. Like a, a little bit. Yeah. She was talking about flexing. Yeah. When we're prideful and we're putting the attention on ourselves, why do you think God doesn't like that? Okay, so it's taking attention from him. Do you remember how we talked about the distinction between jealousy and envy a couple weeks ago? We talked about envy as wanting something that somebody else has 
And jealousy, at its core definition, is the fear of losing something to somebody. Okay? So when the Bible talks about God being a jealous God, it's not that God is sinning by being jealous. He is simply saying, you're trying to take the glory onto yourself. It needs to go to me. And that's why he would be considered a jealous God. He doesn't want his glory to go to you. I was listening to a good friend of mine who was preaching a passage about pride this week. And he said this. He says, we will never find Jesus as beautiful as he is until we realize that he hates it when we steal his glory. We'll never find him as beautiful as he is until we see that he hates it when we steal his glory. And we're pretty good just as human beings at being glory thieves. Okay? We, we like the attention to be on us. But God is saying, no, it should be on me. And you need to worship me instead. Okay? So there's a late night show a while back, and they had this, this bodybuilder on, those guys that like have no necks. Just, their, their arms are like wider than all of us. And he's just flexing, and he's just doing his thing, all these poses. And the host was really trying to talk to this guy, like, what do you use those muscles for? What's the purpose of all this? And the guy just kept kept flexing. And the guy's like, what, seriously, what do you use all those muscles for? And the guy just kept grinning. And he doesn't use those muscles for anything but what? But to show them off and, and for people to look at him, okay? That's the kind of pride that the Bible really speaks against. The, the idea that I want everyone to focus your attention on me, and I want everybody to look at me, look at all these things that I do, look at all these accomplishments that I've had, and you need to be in awe of it. That's not a good pride. Okay? That's not a way that God is glorified. Okay? With pride as an idol, we can glorify ourselves in many different ways. And for each of you, that's going to look a little bit different. It might be school. It might be sports. It might be music. It might be anything. So we have to be really careful with that. So let's look at the world's perception of pride. There's no passage with this section here. This is more a critical thinking section. So let me ask you this. What would you say that the, say the response would be if we went outside to the public and interviewed people and asked them, do you like prideful people? No. no. I think most of us would say we don't like prideful people. At its core, we really don't like it when people are trying to make themselves out to be better than us. Why do we not like that? Because it doesn't make us feel good. It doesn't make us feel good. Okay? It makes us feel small. It makes us feel weak. It makes us feel insecure and insignificant. Okay? There's something intrinsically inside of us that hates it when people are acting in pride. Okay? Now, what inside of us causes us to not like that? Because we all do it. But what inside of us really hates it when other people do it? Because we do it. Because it makes us look down on ourselves and we're like, and we just want to change our ways. Yeah, so it brings a lot of shame. It just takes the attention off us. Yeah, so it goes, it goes after what? It goes after our pride. Yep. Because we think we're better. And we think we can do things better. We think we're stronger or better at sports or better at music. Whatever it is. Now, let me ask this question. And I think this is a very important question for us to think about. So we live in a culture that essentially says you do you. Whatever is, is happy for you is good for you. Do anything that makes you happy, right? How does that conflict with our hatred of pride? Because if everyone's doing what makes them happy, then... Not everyone can be happy. That's exactly. Okay? It slaps it in the face. We can't have both of those at the same time. We can't say, oh, we hate it when people are prideful, but then tell everybody, do whatever makes you happy. Go do whatever you want. Okay? But what are people going to do if you tell them to go do whatever they want? Whatever They're going they to want. do whatever they want. It's probably not going to be in your best interest. Right? So do you see how those things go clash? Like, our culture is wrestling with this, but they don't even know how to talk about it. They're saying conflicting things. Again, most people would probably say, yeah, I hate it when people are prideful. But they're also not wanting others to tell them what to do or what, what they should say or how they should live. Like people are like, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't do that. What is that? That's pride. Pride. We don't like people telling us what to do or how to live. If that's the world we live in, should we expect anything less than pride and arrogance? 
The answer is no. We shouldn't expect anything less. In fact, we should expect exactly that. So what is the Bible's response? Let's look at the Bible's response. Let's turn to Philippians chapter 2, 3 and 4. Aiden's going to read that for us. Go ahead. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Okay, so what is Paul suggesting that we consider about pride in this passage? Other people as well as ourselves. He's suggesting that we consider the fact that everybody's made in whose image? God's. God's. Okay, when we look at everybody as made in God's image, are we more likely to be prideful towards them or look down upon them? No. Because we're, we're all created in God's image. Everyone stands at a level footing at the bottom of the cross, okay? As, as we're before Jesus, there's nobody that Jesus is going to say, well, Jack is a little bit more important, so I'm going to talk to him first. And then tree, because he's way down the line. Okay, No, Jesus looks at all of us, and he loves all of us. And he wants all of us to follow him. So if we look at everybody as made in the image of Christ, then we're going to do exactly what Paul is suggesting here, which is what, Aiden? What was he suggesting? That we consider other people. Yeah, that we consider others. Okay, He's not telling us that we, could ne- we should never think about the things that are important to us. He's never saying that all the things that you need to do, you need to not do, and only think about what Peter needs to do. Okay? He's not saying that. Okay, But what he's saying is, If you're only consumed with the things that you are interested in, with making yourself look good, with doing all the things that you want to do, that is a point in time where you need to step back and say, hey, how can I serve others? How can I think about others' interests? How can I not only think about myself? Because that's the core of the sin there. The core of the sin there is saying, only the things that I want to do are important. And Paul's saying, we need to be more willing to step back from that. Okay, so is there a way for us to enjoy personal accomplishments or accolades without doing them from selfish ambition or conceit? Yes. Okay, let's talk about that, because this is a very hard thing to do. By not being boastful and truly feeling no extra specialness from Okay. Acting humbly in all situations. Okay, acting humbly, which is much easier to say than do. Okay, so what would be an example of how we could enjoy something that we've done or something about ourselves that we like? Without doing so in a prideful way. Care about it? Um, if you like drive good grades and you know someone else is in it by not like posting. Yeah, that is a perfect opportunity for you to keep your mouth shut. Okay, <laughs> you don't have to tell everybody that you got an A when they got a D. It's just a common courtesy. Here's an example from the other night. Okay, so we live next to an Airbnb and they run out on the weekends and there just happened to be a ring dunk party the other night. Okay, they were doing this ring dunk party at 11 o'clock in the driveway right next to my daughter's room. And all I heard for an hour was 10, 9, 8. And they were doing these countdowns over and over and over. Were they thinking about the interests of the neighbors around them? No. No. Okay. All they were doing was focusing on themselves. They could have said, you know what? We can take this into the living room. It's going to be completely. So let, let me read you this quote. This is from a guy who just passed away. His name is David Pallas. He's a Christian counselor. He says this. The, the evil in our desires often lies not in what we want, but in the fact that we want it too much. So a lot of the times the things that we desire, the things that we like, enjoy, those things are good in themselves. Most of the time, they're good in themselves. But the fact that we always want them too much always reveals what? Prior, prideful nature. Yeah. It reveals that we want more and more and more. And we'll go out of our way to make ourselves feel good about it. So God's given us desires, and that's not a bad thing. Okay? I don't want you to think that. He's given you physical attributes. He's given you athletic abilities. He's given you brains. Insert whatever the quality is. He's given you things. He wants you to enjoy those things. Or we're always to enjoy those things in light of the fact that we're all made in the image of God. So what would be some examples of how we can have desires but not go about it pridefully? Let's, let's give some specific examples. We had a couple. What will be some more? If you're like really good at a sport or something. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, so when you yeah, so when you're playing basketball and you block somebody and they fall on the ground, you don't do that like step over thing. No, no, no. Because Raymond Green does. You don't do the tip over tumbo. No, 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 no. Help him up. Yeah, you can help him up. Okay. Andrew Luck was a quarterback in the NFL until this year. He retired because he was just getting injured all the time. But one of the things that I loved about Andrew Luck was when someone laid him out, when he got sacked, he would be like, look, that was a great hit, dude. And he got hit a lot. He got hit a lot. His offensive line was not very good. Like, instead of like being mad about it, he was like, hey, man. That was a great hit. You laid me out. <laughs> so there's a way for us to go about like sports and music and whatever the activity is and not be prideful about it. Okay? In school, you can desire to do well without making others feel less when you do better. In sports, we can desire to win without making an idol of it or to demean or dishonor our opponents. With possessions, we can desire to have and enjoy things with also being content if we don't have them. So there's things that we might want. But we also have to learn to be okay if we don't have them. I would love to have a nice car. I drive an old Corolla. It's falling apart. Do I want a new car? Yes. Yeah, because I slammed my trunk too hard and I broke the trunk the other day. I closed it too hard. I already got it fixed. It was very expensive. So Paul never says that we're not to do anything for ourselves. He's just saying when it gets to the point when you're only doing things for yourselves, that's when you need to have a reality check and say, Lord, how can I honor you through this? And how can I start thinking about others a little bit more? Okay, so that means we think about our desires, our attitudes, and our, our motives and how those things affect others. Because everything that you do, whether you, you think it does or not, has some sort of effect on those around you, for the better or for the worse. And we need to try to do things for the betterment of our brothers and sisters. Okay, so pride is a very, very dangerous sin for us to deal with because most of the time we don't really know that we're being prideful. Well, sometimes we do. But sometimes we just do it because it's natural to us. An example of that is back in 1986, the year I was born. Dang, was it was a long time ago. It was the year I was born. I was, so this was in the summer of 86. I was like four years old. And so in the Black Sea, there was two ships right off the coast of Russia. And it was the middle of the night, and both of these ships were going towards each other. But both of the captains of these ships refused to give way to one another. Okay. So if you've ever taken a boating course or if you've ever driven a boat, there's certain practices. It's like driving. Some people have a right-of-way. Same thing goes when you're driving boats. But these two guys were so prideful, and they were like, I'm not moving. I'm not moving. So they just kept going towards each other and towards each other. And guess what happened? They collided. And it wasn't like a radar problem. It wasn't like you know their lights weren't working. It was simply because these two guys refused to move. Okay. And there was 100 people on both of these ships. They both crashed and had to be rescued. That's the danger that pride can have. Maybe not like that extreme in your life. But, yeah, hopefully your pride doesn't cause danger to hundreds of people. That's, that's not good. But our pride puts others around us at risk, either emotionally, spiritually, physically. And we need to be aware of that. We're just like those two Russian ship captains. We're on a collision course with one another. And if we're only thinking about ourselves, those two things are always going to clash. If we're always being prideful towards one another, those things are going to do what? They're going to clash. Okay? And those things don't mesh. Those things don't do well. But if we're always thinking about others, what's going to happen? We both crash. No one's going to crash, okay? Think about it this way. If we're always thinking about each other, then what does that mean? Someone is looking out for you, okay? If I'm thinking about Jack, and I'm, I'm thinking about taking care of him, I'm thinking about, yeah, Team Track, uh, and I'm thinking about JD, and Claire, and, and everybody, then that means everybody is being taken care of, okay? Is anybody being left out? No. We're all thinking about this way, and if we're all thinking about how Christ calls us to live, then we're going to be thinking about each other. We're going to take care of one another. We're going to look out for each other's interests. Pride will always show you that you are more valuable than others, but Christ says you are not more valuable than brothers and sisters. 
You're on level ground. I love you. I love Austin. I love Claire. I love Jack. I love all of my people that I've created. Okay? And when he's saying that to you, he's saying, love them as I love you. Okay? Because that's the only way that we can combat our pride in our areas. Is by extending love even when it's hard. Okay? Are there people in your life that are hard to love? Yes. yes. Absolutely. Okay? But are we to treat them any differently in God's eyes? No. No. Okay? So let us value relationships enough to not look down on others and not be prideful. Amen? Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for helping us and walking us through this subject. We ask that you would allow us to think less about ourselves and more about you. Just pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. We hope this has been helpful for you. Please keep an eye out for more audio coming from WIM.